rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs, Mozart is a celebration, bitches. Naheim, I wish for you 100 years of success, but it's my time. Cheers, toast the crime. Number one, D-boy, shame you can rhyme. The rock boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Killing, I'm killing this ice. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Tricks is on the house. It's another week, baby. The gang is back. Did you know what? You know what's even more special this week? My man turning 30 is T minus what four days? Five four days to the to the to well, celebration, the, not to the actual birthday. Yeah, to it's, celebrations. It's, it's eight days for my birthday, but the celebration is six days away. How do you feel, you know? Sorry, you know, it's the 30s upon us, upon you. How do you feel? I'm ready to get it in, man. I'm ready to celebrate. I'm ready to have a good time, be fresh, take pictures, drink, smoke, you know, and, and get some good sleep. <laughs> I'm get that this weekend, brother. I'm going to try to, man. I'm going to try to. That's it, man. I just want to celebrate your birth- life. You got your birthday fits laid out like a like school yard fits? I just got the last. I just got my last shirt. I had to had to two day ship that motherfucker, pay fifteen dollars shipping to get that shit here. Okay. But uh Okay. You know, you gonna lay you gonna lay them out. You know you got your Friday fit, your Saturday fit, your Sunday fit. I'm just gonna have I'm just gonna wear them. I ain't gonna have it any first day of school, but it's gonna, you know, I'm gonna feel good, look good, feel good. You know. Okay. Okay, listen, it's an it's an occasion, you know. Uh the boys coming back home to celebrate the 30th. If you're not, yeah. you don't know listeners. So uh, <clears throat> I will be making an appearance. I will be shaving. I will be shaving and clean. You know how I look good when I look good. So I'm going to look good. And for my brother, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to take care of myself. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, it's, it's a celebration. You know, Mazel talks, bitches. You know what I'm saying? We're going to drink good tequila, right? We're drinking tequila this weekend or cognac? I don't know. I'm trying to decide. I, I do know that I do not want to get sick. That's what I know. Okay. I don't want to get sick and I don't want to have to be like carried anywhere, <laughs> you know, yeah. I want to maintain. So, uh, you know, we're going to figure it out. I'm trying to smoke more than I drink. That's what I want to do. Okay. I mean, you're, you're back on where it's legal. So, you know, you can walk around with your, with your blunt or whatever, your joint, yeah, yeah, however yeah. you want to partake. And, and I believe the hotel got a balcony too. So I should be able to, you know, do that out there. We'll talk about that off camera, uh, you know, your location. We want people to know where you're at. Oh, shit. yeah. Mike, you say throw it back to the good old days. Okay. Well, you know, welcome, listeners. Thank you for joining us for another week of Mother Talks, a safe place for a keeper player. Every time, all the time, the gang is back in town. You know, it's the boy SL with my uh, DTR merch. You know, come fuck with the gang. And that's the boy T. Uh, we still call you T. Are you, are you done boycotting the word T? Why would I boycott the uh, oh, the word Terry? Boy, 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 oh, Terry, Terry. Yeah, everybody forgot about that nigga, bro. That you nigga, damn. 
You back to being Terry now? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, well, I'm up because you know it's it's my month, so I'm I'm up in it. I ain't worried about that nigga. Okay. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. I ain't worried about that nigga. I hear you, man. You know, uh, how was your weekend, young sir? Uh, weekend was good. Chilling, saving money, eating healthy. Um, Juneteenth went to a black-owned restaurant. That was Saturday, and then I uh, had like a little black movie marathon. Um, it was nice, chill. Didn't spend a lot of bread. Didn't get drunk. I think I bought a six-pack on Friday. Drank that throughout the weekend. Got some Budweiser. She <laughs> got some water. <laughs> I got Budweiser. I didn't get Bud. I know. But that's Bud. That's water. Uh, oh, Bud Light's water. Budweiser's a little bit harder, you know. I got straight Budweiser, but... no but no light beer. Um, drank that and vibed out. Got some shit done. Passport photos taken. About to get this passport. About to go out the country. Got to get my shit together. Regular man, regular. Life is good. I see, being a real adult, being a real adult, you know. Yeah, my, right. minus the bullshit. Life's good. Shout okay. You know, uh, this weekend I didn't do much, you know. Uh got drunk off Trulies for the first time. It takes a good seven. Nah, eight they not yeah. bad, right? I got the lemonade joints. The lemonade, the lemonade joints kind of fire though. I ain't gonna cap. Yeah, them shit's not bad at all. I, you know? I I think I stole a case not too long ago and I was drinking them. So I was like, yo, this is a nice little vibe. It's not bad. Not bad at all. Just blinking, yeah, thinking. Just like... <laughs> this nigga had a long pause. Yeah, man, fucked up. Are you all right, nigga? I don't know if it's the internet. Like, it's a uh, like you're going through. My says my internet connection is unstable. So let's see. Okay, I was like, you was taking a long pause. Like this nigga having a stroke. No, nah, it's my internet. It just finally got back. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this nigga just long pause. Oh, nah, shit. hopefully it didn't catch. Um, cause it, it when the internet is unstable on one way, it's like it glitches on the other side. So like, oh. I was moving, but you weren't moving. Gotcha. But uh, you know, I revisited the uh, the last two Avengers: Infinity Wars. I seen you was on that shit. You talking about it's a good day to watch Avengers or whatever. Yeah, and I did, man. And um, I ain't, I'm not gonna tell no lie, man. The the last final scene in Endgame, I shed I shed a couple tears, bro. I didn't do that bam, in the actual. Bam, bam. I went with uh, I went with somebody, um, and they were first of all, you know, when I went to see uh, Endgame, we, you know, the movies be letting out while you're going in. People were coming out the theater crying, Bruh. When I was walking in, I was like, yo, that shit must be fucking nuts. I was like, yo, this shit about to go up. Niggas is crying. What the fuck? So we got in there, bitch. I'm geeked. I'm excited. And then when you get to that end joint, if, if you, when you, especially when you in a the theater and you, uh, you like, that shit will hit your ass. I was like, I almost cried in the beginning, nigga. When the nigga <laughs> family disappeared. When the nigga yeah, family son. disappeared. Like, I was like, like, I was so into that shit. And that was, like, the first scene. I was like, this shit is about to be crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, 
That shit holds up. That shit holds up. Bruh, yeah, that last scene when he when he was like Captain America, fuck that nigga. I don't really fuck Captain America, but like he was like, he's running out of options. You know, Thanos was kicking the ass, right? And yep. then you hear you hear Sam Wilson say, Cap, to your left, and then all them niggas just pull up. Hard. Hard. Bruh. Epic. I'm, I shared I shared a couple of tears, bro. I was like, "Cause that nigga was that's, done." That's great cinematic. That's great cinema, baby. That's great cinema. I can't even care. I can't even hold you, bro. It's listen, and I don't know if you've been watching the series. Wandavision didn't really was okay, but it wasn't that good to me. Loki is Loki's on right now. You been watching Loki? I haven't watched Loki yet. I just I just caught up with the uh, Winter Soldier and you know the Falcon. Okay, that was solid. I wish it was longer yeah. though. Yeah, it was good. It was actually good. But um, that's a good way to spend some time, bro. I I rewatch some shits often. Like I'd be like, all right, let me just watch Thor, the first Thor. I ain't watched that bitch in a minute. You know what I'm saying? But um, great movies, great movies. Oh, and I want to say this about Thanos because you tweeted this. He was kicking them niggas' asses with no Infinity Stone. Bro, he was son. Thanos is a goat, bro. I ain't gonna this nigga. The bars is the bars is immaculate. He's always got a nice bar for you. And he's got, we, we, we celebrate Michael and Kobe for the level of dedication they have to mm-hmm. craft. This nigga Thanos, he wanted to end half of the universe. And he did, he killed his own daughter to get that, you know, to get to that Bro, point. He, he knew what he was, he, he was actually had a, a purpose, a cause he was fighting for. And Bro, the thing about this though, he beat them niggas multiple times. They had to go back in time. No, he beat. Remember, he said there was fourteen million different realities, and only one he beat them. So that's yeah. how cold. That's how cold Thanos was. And they had to lose, then come back and go back in time to beat the nigga. Like one hundred percent, bro. Like of our lifetime, I don't. I don't. It's, it's that's a high bar. It was like Dark Knight. Now it's like. Fucking in-game infinity, you know what I'm saying? It's that shit is crazy. And then when he then when I realized that like this this moment in Endgame, that was 10 years. You know, we like the first Iron Man came out in 2008. Yeah, so it was 10 years in the making. And if you think about it, that's like 10 years you dedicated your life to this franchise, even if you weren't thinking you were doing it, but you've watched mm-hmm. the movies, you've watched the spinoffs and everything, each other yep. spinoff, and everything's culminating to this moment. You're realizing it's over, you know? And yeah. seeing all these pieces come together, like you gotta give it up to the people at Marvel for thinking of the long- Stan Lee, Stan Lee, man, Stan Lee. Shout out to Stan Lee, RPM. Because his characters, but then they took it and they're like, saw what it could be. And everything didn't everything didn't hit at first. But when when you saw, like, they was like, all right, we're going to get this right. And they kept perfecting it. And when you got that amount of money and that amount of time, oh, that's what I said. When the, So we got Black Widow about to come out. I think that comes out July. Yeah, July. And then you got the Eternals about to come out. That's going to be fire. You that's gonna- so, and then you got, so now they have this series. They got the Loki series, the Wanda series, da, da, da. Like, they're trying, like, it's hard to top, but they're they're slowly gearing it back up. Because I feel like if, if they do that Eternal shit right, because Eternals is just gods watching all this shit happen. They're like, oh, yeah, uh, 
they know about the Avengers. They're like, oh, but we just gonna stay out of that petty shit. Like they're like, oh, we're not gonna fuck with that. And it's you know what I'm saying. So their their battles about to be good too. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah, man. I'm yeah, not, I might get a Thanos tattoo. I might get a Thanos tattoo, bro, or a quote or something. Get some quote. Some Thanos quotes would be hard. Some Thanos quotes. You know what I'm saying? Because his face kind of ugly. You don't want to get yeah, Thanos. Yeah, face. I don't want to get. But yeah, I, I I need one of these quotes, bro. It's like I remember Scarlet Witch was like, "You lost. You <laughs> you made me lose so much." And this nigga Thanos was like, "I don't even know who you." <laughs> hey, Hilarious. Fam. Hey, fam. Uh, and that's real shit. I do. I, I do say like. I do say like. They did a little something like the only corny thing they did in the end game, and this is doesn't have to be like I'm the woman trying. shit. Yeah, it was corny, and only just because they made it like corny, like they yeah. just showed up. They just showed up. We got her back. Like that's corny. It's that. It's that. It's like the same shit they do to black people. It's that pandering and like insulting. You know what I'm saying insulting, not insulting each other, but that pandering. Like when you pander to women and you pander to black people, it just comes off like yo, bro, like. Just you could have just did it. You didn't have to yes. have that shot of like, helping each other up. Like, nah, boom, boom helps, boom, 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 boom helps, boom, 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 boom. And then it just happened. You know what I'm saying? They did but you know, they're that's that was right during the Me Too shit. All that shit was popping. You know, they're in Hollywood. So they was like, nah, we're gonna make these women strong. Da, da, da. So and the characters are already strong, you know what I'm saying? Like the door, the door Malaje is already dope. You know what I'm saying? The Fucking Scarlet Witch is almost beat up Thanos, nigga. Fucking Captain Marvel, like, good. You ain't have to do that shit. And see, you got the shirt on too, nigga. Yeah, yeah. I had to think about that, but I thought, uh, I thought about that when I was putting this on. But then they did all that. And they still got their ass beat. Oh yeah, bro. Thanos was cold when he took the Infinity Stone off the glove and punched her ass with it. I was like, this nigga genius. I was like, yeah. It's like, nigga, just take the stone off. Duff her ass, put it back on. I'm inevitable. Nah, no nigga. I'm Iron Man. Yeah, shut up. My person that I was with, the person I was with, they, they was crying at this point. Like when that shit happened, like tears. Well, to, to, seeing Tony die, that was tough. We knew it was happening. It yeah, was that's tough. My favorite Avenger, man. That's my favorite Avenger. You know, um, I might get I'm inevitable I'm inevitable or, or um, it's so pretty. Talk about it. Man, I lost it. Well, I'm inevitable. It's hard. It's hard. It's many. Hard it's many. Should have went for the head. Should have went for the head. Should have went for the head. And that shit fucked Thor ass up too. He was like, because <laughs> Thor, he had that opportunity, bro. Yeah, he could have killed him. He had it. He could have stopped it all. That nigga, let's always go for the head. But listen, that's a real. That's a real statement. Or chopped his arm off. Nigga, he did that shit the second time, but he learned his lesson. Learned his motherfucking lesson. Great cinema, great cinema, man. Um, so let's get right into the shit, man. Um, you know, I get my Thanos appreciation, but um, this week social media has been on fire, man. As it is every week, but you know, one of the the topics that came that happened this week that we really want to discuss it's, it's multiple topics really it's about violence violence has been a real theme of this past week 
you know. And the first one, first topic we want to talk about is uh, would you get beat up for your lady? Would I get beat and up I'm, for and her? Let's, pre- let's preface it. Let's preface it. So there was a viral clip going where apparently a woman uh, told her boyfriend that somebody was doing something to her at work or, you know, said something to her at work. We don't have any background at what caused the the uh, the situation. She called her boyfriend to work like, you know, most women would do with boyfriends or husbands, like, I'm going to get my nigga, I'm going to get my boyfriend, you know, or, uh, you know, those types of situations. She went and, went and did that. The boyfriend showed up to the workplace and he got handled mm. by the coworker. So now that he was dilemma, the aggressor. he was the aggressor. He was the aggressor. So he he did what he was supposed to do. He stood up for his woman. He he, he did shove her aggressively. I didn't like that, but I can see that when when some when you're about to fight and the woman gets in the way, you're like just get away. You know, uh, the adrenaline is rushing. It's pumping. You're ready yeah. to get down, get out the way before you get hit. So, you know, I understand that aspect. So when they got to squabbling, oh boy, he didn't he didn't do his film. He didn't he didn't he, he didn't do his film work. And also, you know, in Dragon Ball Z, you can look at his your power key, you know, yeah. your power. He didn't look at his power levels. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there was a couple of uh, you know, there was a couple of things he should have noticed before he started fighting. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you what he should have noticed. The man had black Air Force Ones. He did? Yes. He had black Air Force Ones. I think they were high tops too, but you know, he had black Air Force Ones. That's a, that's yeah. already a thousand level power right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he had braids. He did. That's, uh, what, that's, what, that's what I was gonna say. He had braids. They, I don't know if they were straight backs or design, but he had braids. He had braids. And he had tattoos on his face. Mm-hmm. So right now, you're fighting a damn near Let's say Super Saiyan one. I don't know, you know, just Super Saiyan yeah. one off the boat. You know he got fight experience. Yeah, you he squabbled up with you and he body slammed the nigga twice, bro. That's almost worse than just losing a a, a, a trade in punches and you get the worst of it. He body slammed this nigga twice. Like lifted him up off the ground, boom. And you forget on pet like that should take a blow. So you know, like. You talking about uh, Dragon Ball Z, but just like Mortal Kombat, that should take a lot of your health meter down, nigga. Every slam, boom, boom, like that take a big chunk out of your meter, bro. And he didn't even, bro. He didn't have hands. He didn't have footwork, and he didn't even have wrestling skills. Because once the nigga had you on the ground, you should have just kept it on the ground. That nigga yeah. got up, kneed your ass, picked you up. You yeah. see the knee? The knee was pres- that's how yeah. I knew the nigga different. He hit that nigga with a knee. Mm. But um, if that was me in that situation, you're right. You got to do your your assessment of your 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 person, man. Because like sometimes you realize, like, all right, this is too much of a threat for me to handle one on one. I'm just gonna get away from here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say what I gotta say, and then I'm gonna go away without violence. Because like I said, that nigga was the aggressor. Sometimes your words is all you need to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, nigga, don't let this mm. happen. Don't let this happen. A good threat, you know what I'm saying? A good threat of violence, before the violence. Sometimes, uh, shout out to J. Cole, he said on the album, he said he used to talk that shit when he was a kid, but he ain't never really had to fight a lot until one day he got it to the point where nigga was testing his shit. He's like, I held my own, I ain't get fucked up, but 
know what I'm saying? Sometimes all you gotta do is talk the talk. He should have just talked the talk, but he was he 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 bit off more than he could chew, obviously, with this guy. But as a man, you gotta protect your woman against other men. That's your place. Men are supposed to protect and provide. If she felt like she wasn't protected, but now she probably feel like she really not protected. I guarantee the relationship would not last very long. So let's 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 role play now. What what do you think happens after they get in the car? Uh, he probably gets mad at her for calling him up there. Why didn't you tell me the nigga was this, 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 and that? You know what? You shouldn't even call me. You should have handled that yourself. He probably going to get mad at her. Then she's going to realize, no, he's deflecting because he got his ass beat. And I'm thinking worse, like regular, like actual real reality scenario. She probably is like, nigga, what the fuck? That nigga beat your ass and then he gets mad at her. And he's like, man, what the fuck? It was your fault. I got in this shit. Boom. They end up beefing. They end up beefing. And then maybe she tries to apologize. And da, 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 da. But in the long run, you saw your man get his ass beat. Mm. That nigga has to either come back up there the next day and fight again. Or they're just not going to make it. They're not going to make it. Their relationship is not going to last. She's got to quit. She's got to quit. <sighs> but see, it's a nigga, it's post-pandemic. You can't just quit your job. Everybody hiring, brother. Come on now. Don't now. Nah. Everybody, Everybody hiring, hiring, but it's some bullshit places hiring and nigga. They come on. Well, for your relationship and for your self-respect, you're never gonna be able to live that in the locker room or in the break room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't work that shit no more. And then if you look at what they all have the same uniform. They could be wearing. They could be working in the warehouse. So you know, and you work at a warehouse right now. You know how petty and how petty and how no uh, new bro, it's all about, bro. Yeah, <laughs> how your nigga eye doing? How <laughs> your nigga, you know, bro. Like you know, it's the same type of job where niggas have the same lunch, or they leave at the same time. Yeah, it's not working. You know what I'm saying? So like, you you gotta see her. Uh, well, you gotta see that nigga. On your way to the locker to get your shit, he probably just you know saying all type of all types of wild petty shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, damn, my arm hurt from knocking this nigga out yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, I thought it was the boxes. how your little bitch ass boyfriend doing? Yeah, it's it's over for you. It's over for you. Yeah, you gotta quit. It's a very tough situation, but he had the right idea. It's just um, he failed, you know. And when you fail, you gotta deal with failure. So. So Terry, let's say your lady calls you, say this nigga's out here tripping. Can you come up here? Got to. Are you at? What are you asking for? Are you asking? Are you asking preliminary questions? Or are you just riding? Well, this is what I'm saying though. So I've been in a situation kind of like that. Like niggas like call you with the like smoke. Like yo, niggas is beef, whatever here. Like you kind of got to just be about that action. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to just go. And then when you get there, that's when you ask the question. You know what I'm saying? You like on the phone, you be like, nigga, I don't care about, I don't got questions right now. Tell me where you at. Cause you kind of got to get there and just push it with your own eyes. You know what I'm saying? Put your eyes on the situation, you know? But like I said, like my beefing days, my, 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 my rumbling days, like they, they're, they're gone. I remember y'all niggas left when you left Richmond. I got to a couple, like one, I got to a couple scraps. Damn. <laughs> I got to a couple scraps out in Richmond. And um, I realized, I was like, I'm good on all that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm going to be honest, I don't know if I told this story in the podcast. I fought this big-ass nigga one time because I was, um, was I drunk? 
I was a little drunk. <laughs> yeah, I was drunk. I feel like you wouldn't be fighting a big ass nigga sober. Yo, he was. This nigga was like, this is. He was like Aaron Donald, no cap. Nah, nigga, you're wilding, son. Before this, so he was probably like a little bit short because I don't know how tall Aaron Donald is, but this nigga was about six two, two thirty. And I was just that's, he he that's, he. That's yeah, he disrespected me. He disrespected me, and then I like took the disrespect to another level. And then he even still tried to give me an out. <laughs> like, he tried to cut me in line and he pushed me and moved me out the way. That should have been my first time. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald is 6'1", 280. Okay, so he that nigga was not 280. The nigga was probably about 230, 240. Okay, that's still a big nigga. But he was 6'1", and he was over, he was about 6'1", 230. And I'm, and I'm, I'm six foot, probably 200. You know what I'm saying, but I'm drunk. But so you, drunk. you, you, that drunkness gives you a little bit extra, like you know, looseness. You're but like, that nigga had about thirty pounds on me, like easy. Okay, and about two, two, three inches. So he gave also, me the out. He gave you the out. But I, cause I was not fucking, cause that nigga like pushed me. Then I slapped the nigga hat off his head. Disrespect. Okay. Then cool. he was like, "Look, just tell that nigga to grab my hat and apologize." And it'll be okay. And that's what I'm saying, though. He, he's telling me to apologize. First of all, nigga, you touched me first. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, nigga, fuck your hat. Then that nigga starts to come after me. So I'm like, so whole time we in Bodillas. So I proceed like, all right, nigga, we're going to wreck. But I'm not trying to wreck in the Bodillas. I step outside to the street. Okay. He comes out. So first of all, so now Sean Porter will tell you this. Porter was there and my cousin Donnie was there. They was trying to stop the nigga. Both now, my cousin five nine, Porter five six. <laughs> These niggas was not holding this nigga back. Okay, so, so this nigga, this nigga was, this, they were holding him like this. They were not his arms, but just trying to block his path. Okay, he, okay. He pushed through them and got outside. We because he's probably out. a DN. Because he's probably a DN, so he could push through. Nigga, he was a he was definitely think football player. Think Aaron okay. Donald. Think Aaron Donald. This is what you got to okay. think. We square up. You know what I'm saying? He throws one punch. Boom. It's a left. It hit me. I immediately start leaking. And my vision gets blurred. <laughs> I don't stumble, though. I, he, cut, he cut my left. He cut my eye. It wasn't a backup. But it was a cut. And I, my vision is blurry. And I'm like, I try to open my eye and the vision is blurry. So I can't see out of my eyes. So I just closed the eye. <laughs> but but I'm still on my feet. And he's like, yeah, you felt that one, huh? This the nigga's talking to me. Yeah, that's wild. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's wild, fam. So he pieced me, boom. I catch it. I'm like, ah, I try to open it, but then I close my eye. Once he see my eye, he didn't close my eye, but I closed my eye because my vision was blurry. So I closed the eye and I'm like, okay, and I'm still hands still up, boom, boom, boom. And there must have been some angels around. Cause next <laughs> thing I know, the police is there. The police is like, whoa, what's going on here? What happened? What happened? And I'm like, man, nothing happened. He's like, yo, you're bleeding. I was like, oh shit, I tripped and fell. He's like, no, we saw everything that happened. He, I was like, man, ain't nothing happened to do this. So I at this point, I take my shirt off, I have my beater on, I take my beater off. Put my shirt back on. I put the beater on my eye. Stop the blood. It wasn't. It was just a little cut. It wasn't too much. And um, that's that night. I was like, nigga, what was I on? 
why did I slap the hat off this big ass? I didn't, I didn't even realize the size or nothing. Why did I slap the hat off this nigga head? And then I was like, well, I'm thankful that it didn't go any further and I didn't get beat the fuck up, only got punched. And, you know, but once he hit me and was like, yeah, you felt that, huh? I was like, oh, <laughs> what, what am I, why, what am I? Why didn't you move? Why didn't you? <laughs> nigga, first of all, I was drunk. So my reaction time was not good. Like this nigga seemed like he was purely sober, bro. This, seemed, okay. this nigga looked like he was just out and he was grabbing some food. But I was drunk. Like literally, I was probably like a six or seven drunk. Six, seven. Okay. So, but you know what I'm saying? So after that fight, so there was a fight before that, but we ain't going to tell that story. But in that, but that wasn't a bad story. I came out okay in that one. But um, this one, I was just like, okay, well, I think my fighting days is over. <laughs> let me just not, let me just not, you know what I'm saying? Because I didn't know, I didn't know I had that aggression in me because y'all niggas was always aggressive. And I was just like, oh, this nigga's crazy. But then once I realized, like, damn, I'm still out here acting up on my dolo, you know what I'm saying? I, just, I need to chill out. But back to the situation at hand, man to man, some shit men just got to handle. You know what I'm saying? And that situation, my situation got handled. Thankfully, I didn't get beat up, but I did get punched. And this dude got beat up and slammed a couple of times. But you got to defend your lady. And, but you also got to do an assessment. And this is broad daylight. That nigga wasn't under no influences. He just had a piss poor performance. And it happens. Mm-hmm. It happens. I mean, for me, you know, I'm, I could throw the fisticuffs. Now, what I need to know prior, she got to give me a game plan. You know, you know, give me some game tape. You got to let me know if this nigga is a gang member. Uh, you know, those type of things. Because I believe in that video, he threw up some type of gang sign right after that. He threw up a set after he slammed the nigga. So I need to know if he's a gang member because that automatically tells me his squabbling skills are higher than normal. Yes. Okay. Gang members can fight better than the average human. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. I need to know I need to know his height and his weight. Like, baby, yes. this nigga's tripping. All right, baby, I'm on the way. This, this, how big is this nigga? Oh, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> sound shook though. No, this is you let, no, let me know if no, I need to bring Chris, extra. <laughs> if you ask your girlfriend on the phone, yo, how big is he? You sound scared already. No, no, you know, I'm telling you why I sound scared, but I'm telling you why. Cause this tells me if I need to bring us some some extra protection on me, you know what I'm saying? Okay. If I need, if I gotta get some good, good brass knuckles, or if I need to keep something on me just in mm-hmm. case this big nigga does some big nigga shit. The equalizer, and, like, you gotta equalize. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like the baby say, you know, the nigga big, but I got a bigger gun or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But see, whole time, I think that's just the the approach you should just always take. Just bring the strap, right? Cause say the nigga is big and he get aggressive with you. All you do is pull the strap out and be like, nigga, I don't give a fuck about none of this shit. I'll lay your big ass down. <laughs> nigga, I will smoke your ass. If you see this girl right here, leave her the fuck alone. But see, then you got to make sure there ain't no cameras is. around. You got the work yeah. building. But see, the gun is the equalizer. Because plenty of big yeah. niggas that got bodied by little niggas because the nigga had that fire on so you know what I'm saying? You lifting in, in the gym fight. three, four hours a day. You lifting three, four hours a day just to get smoked by a nigga that's you know 120 pounds. But see, that's what I'm saying though. Don't nobody want to fight no more because when you boxing, there's weight classes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Listen, Javante Tank Davis is fighting at 140 pounds. I don't give a fuck that Tank is a trained fighter. 
If he fight Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald's fucking up Tank Davis, okay? Yes. Tank is five fucking six, Chris. That boy hit like a 250 pounder. And though. what do you think Aaron Donald hit like? He don't he not as fast as Tank though. Okay, how about let's just do boxers? How about this? Okay. I don't give All a right. fuck if Tank if Tank fights DeAndre Wilder, DeAndre Wilder's fucking tank up. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, thank you. DeAndre Wilder is six seven, tank is five six. It's not a competition. Well, yes, 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 yes. It's 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 it, it, I'm not saying tank won't punch him or get a good lick in, but size wins all the time. Like that's why they're matchups, you know what I'm saying? That's why linemen don't fucking that's why you don't have cornerbacks blocking offensive tackles, you know what I'm saying? They just don't happen. You feel me? But um size matters, but the you need shit the equalizer in the gun, especially now in we live in America, everybody got guns. It's the equalizer. Ain't nobody scared of nobody because they got that gun on him. And they got the gun I on mean, him. I mean, listen, I'm ready to fight. I just need to know if this is if I need to bring, you know what I'm saying, that extra piece. Okay. You know so how about this though? You say you you say, hey, babe, how tall is he? She said, Oh, he's six five. What are you okay? What's your next question? Uh, how does he weigh? How much does he weigh? How much? Six five. Oh, he's he he's about he's about two twenty, two two thirty. All right, I don't, I'm like, no, but girls don't know niggas' weights. They be yeah, like, yeah. I don't know, but he but he got muscles. I'm like, all right, bet I'll I'll be right there. <laughs> how fast you driving there? Oh, <laughs> I'm driving the speed. 50, I'm driving the speed limit. I'm talking about 40. 50 Cent has the best line. Nigga, get the strap. You get the strap <laughs> before you gotta go get the strap. Because remember, a lot of the videos that 50 be posting is some fuck shit happening, nigga. He be like, oh, nigga, we gotta go get the strap. You gotta already <laughs> have the strap. Because I don't give a fuck you 6'5, 220, and I'm, I could be six foot, and I will still be all right. You feel me? Or you could be five nine, you could be five eight. It don't matter. Them bullets, they can fight these bullets. <laughs> that's all I need. Just a little quick, little strain, little strain. You gotta get strain. That's why you need to have a good verbal assault game. Because if oh. you can, if you could win the the fight mentally before you get physical, you good. All you gotta do is break him down. But see, some niggas they get broke down mentally and then they just lash out physically. But you can't not defend your woman. Like you just can't not. But I'm I'm not opposed to using weapon at all. And I'm not opposed to sneaking a nigga. Listen, let's talk about that. You're not opposed to sneaking a nigga. Nope. <laughs> nope. If he's 6'5, 250, I'll sneak him too. I don't care. There you go. Sneak that nigga. But you better make sure you connect. You gotta get it over you, with. You gotta hit him well. You gotta hit him hard too. Cause yeah. you know. You sneak them and you don't put them down. You gotta yeah. get now. You gotta get ready to squat. And you—that's even more of a bitch. That's like say the nigga in the video. He snuck the nigga and then got body something. Damn, that's even worse. It's like damn, you lost and you snuck the nigga. Come on, son. Well, speaking of you know sneaking niggas, the viral clip of uh, a a Denver Nuggets fan and a Phoenix fan getting mm-hmm. into a fight. You know, that was hitting the airwaves as well. We're going to talk about Phoenix fans because they have been beating up niggas for the last couple of series. There's been another video of them beating up some Clippers fans. But uh, the video 
as you should have seen, you know, look, you know, uh, the past couple of weeks, the guy is very is famous for saying "sons of four yeah. as he has the other Nuggets fan with in a chokehold or you know, you know. No, he's just he's holding his his jersey or his chain. He has he has yeah, his jersey in his hands. And he's just uppercutting this nigga while he's talking to his mans. Yep. Besides it being embarrassing enough of getting waxed over mm -hmm. uh, sports teams yep. with no, no real value to you, you know, you don't make no money off them, right? He decided to make a react, I guess he, he got interviewed and he yeah. wanted to explain his and yeah, why, you know, he didn't get beat up as bad as the video showed. <laughs> now, Terry, you put me onto this video, man. Give me your thoughts on it. Um, some dude looks like he's from uh, some type of Middle Eastern descent, maybe Mexican, maybe Spanish, Latin, a brown I fellow. Spanish. I got, I got Spanish. He's he's a brown fellow. Yeah, yeah. He got beat up by a Suns fan who happened to be white. This dude had a. a uh, what's the Murray? What's Murray's first name? Jamal Murray jersey on. Jamal da, 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 da. The, the the first video is is very self explanatory. Dude, the dude actually swings on the dude first. Yep. He actually has the high ground, so he's punching down at the nigga. The dude grabs him, holds him, proceeds to duff him up, proceeds to hold him. The dude goes in the full shell. He uh, proceeds to talk shit to his friend like nigga. I'm gonna fuck. He didn't say nigga, but he said, and I'll, and I'll and I'll fuck him up. Punches him a couple more times and lets him go. The dude scurries off in defeat. This is what happens. This dude that scurried off in defeat somehow on Snapchat or whatever. Somebody's interviewing, asking him what happened. He's talking about man. He grabbed my chain. He grabbed my chain. He uh he scratched my nose. That's where this came from. And if anybody knows, if you get socked in the nose, you really good. You get a black eye. Do I got black eyes? No. So he ain't even really beat me up like that. He ain't demolished me. Uh, you lost. You got beat up. You got embarrassed. Uh, no, did he did he beat you to a bloody pope unconscious? No, but he did what he had to do, and you scurried off. So, and that man stayed at his seat. Looked like he watched the rest of the game. It looked like he he did. He he enjoyed the rest of the game. <laughs> he enjoyed the rest of the game. He had another beer, and he went home and did whatever you want to do with your ass. Fucking, I bet you didn't come back to that section. So it's just like the losers telling the story. Yes, we, we history is right, the story of the winners. And yes. often the losers don't get to tell their side of the story. And if we want to get into some nuance about that conversation, we can on a serious level. But when it comes to this isolated incident, I don't need to hear about how you didn't get fucked up that bad. I saw the video, I saw the beginning and the end. I saw you swing. I saw you miss, I saw him grab you, I saw him duff you, and I saw him let you go when he wanted to let you go. Yeah. Because you had given up. It looked like you gave up. My man, my man was in the video, in the interview video, looking like he was some type of dope boy. Or a young nigga making money, right? Yes. He had to, you know, like he had an AP on or a Rolex and a couple chains on, talking about he didn't get beat up and, you know, niggas can't really hurt him. And there's, just, just, there's a couple of things I noticed, right? You're wearing mm -hmm. all this jewelry, but jewelry's in the high, the high rise seats. 
fighting with the common folks. Yes. He wasn't on the floor. He wasn't on, he wasn't even a good middle seats. You know what I'm saying? So now you just, it looks like you're capping one. And now you're kind of cloud chasing, trying to be somebody. No, or how like are you getting cloud off getting beat up? That don't even make sense. You're doing the interview. Tell him, how are you he's doing the interview. Out? He's doing the interview saying that nigga didn't really beat me up. Like, you know, that nigga didn't hurt me. That's cloud chase. Like, cause we saw you were hurt. He was leaked. He was leaking. He wanted to seem tougher than him what he really is, especially with, I think he was smoking weed. He was, uh, you know, had a little smoking weed. You know, so he had a little, a little, uh, one of them, uh, was it Mercy's or whatever? He you had, a, it's a Louis Vuitton bag. He got on a little monster so shirt. He got some big ass. Now he wants to, so now my man has a facade out that he's trying to portray that he's harder than what the video showed him. Bro, you got beat up by Greg from from Human Resources, bro. That's Greg. That's Greg. That's golfer Greg. Fucked you up. But see, you talking about Arizona fans, bro. People don't know Arizona is a wild ass state, bro. Arizona isn't just like Phoenix. You think it's the desert? It's like it's like a lot of drugs in fucking Arizona. It's a lot, bro. Like Arizona ain't just like a a. a nice suburban rural state like it's a different type of like it's a it's like an outlaw type of state you know what i'm saying arizona got got its got its you know what i'm saying arizona i think about that too i think about they haven't had a lot to root on they haven't they haven't had a lot to root for and a lot to be proud of right think about it the Suns have been trashed for 10 10 plus years the cardinals are just getting on to you know being decent so now no, they went to the Super Bowl. They went to the Super Bowl with Kurt Warner. That was like 10 years ago, bro. Yeah, it was like about a decade. You're right. Yeah. So, and that was only for one season. So, like, you know what I'm saying? They weren't like a perennial powerhouse. You know what I'm saying? So, like, now their team, there's their basketball team, a young team is in the Western Conference Finals. I think they're just ready to fight. It's always hot, too. It's hot in Arizona all the time. Always. You know what niggas do when it's hot? They 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 overreact. They're ready to fight. They're violent. Imagine if you live in the desert. You're always ready to fight. So you know, I think uh, we're starting to. Real, I'm starting to realize that these these fans from Phoenix and Arizona, they're just maybe not the ones to fuck with. I don't think they are. I don't think they are. Um, you know, listen, white boys. There's different types. Just like you said. There's different types of white boys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's different. It's the drunk frat white boy. It's the nerdy white boy. It's the fucking. It's the it's the sports athlete. Like you got to know what type of white boy you're dealing with. And this looked like this was a frat white boy, but this was like a frat white boy that that been in some scraps before. See, like this is the type of nigga. Like you gotta uh, you gotta be wary of the nigga that's gonna wear a jersey with no undershirt. There you go. You that guy, he's, he's ready to see, fight. That could be an easy fight, though, too, because that guy, especially if he's drunk or whatever, it just seemed like this dude just really was a bitch. Because first of all, he swung first, like he, he initiated it. He tried to tee off on this dude, and he just got the wrong one. Listen, remember you were talking about the scouter from Dragon Ball Z? Some people yeah. can remember in Dragon Ball Z, them niggas learn how to mask their power. Yeah, seem weaker than they really were. This is what yeah. they. This is what he caught. He caught a nigga that. Oh, you think this nigga's a weak dude? 
But now nah, this nigga's masking his real power. And he came out and he, bro, when he was holding him, looking at his dude, talking to him, it was yeah, like, I'm yeah, I'll fuck him up. Boom, hit his ass again. Yeah, boom, boom. And then he was like, well, I'll let it. Then I think a girl came in and made him let the dude go. You don't get no interview, bro. I want to interview the nigga that won. I don't want to interview the nigga that got his ass beat. We saw, no. Let's talk to you. How did you feel when you were holding him and you punched him two more times while you were looking at his friend, threatening the friend? How did, how did you feel? That's what I was. The fact that this man went back to his seat and watched the rest of the game, you should be, you should come back for it. You got to get it. Child the pooch starts it. You got to get it back in blood. You got to get it back. The nigga that got beat up at his girl job need to get it back in blood. <laughs> yes, he do. <laughs> And this dude need to get, you don't need to get on. And I, and I found the full length interview was like eight minutes. The nigga got on some Louboutins shoes, Moncler shirt, a Louis bag, and he's smoking weed. And I'm gonna watch this shit after the episode. Might even post it. Cause, but like, no, no, you got beat up on camera. You don't get to do an interview. Like what is go? This is another indication that something's wrong in the world. Mental illness, yeah. Fucking sick. Get the white boy. Talk to him. Don't fucking talk. Dev, see, what did Devin Booker did? Devin Booker didn't say, hey, get me the dude that got beat up. No, he said, yo, find me, bro. He said, yo, who, bro? I need to find him. Yes. Energy. You know what I'm saying? This fucking loser energy needs to end, bro. When you take your L, you take your L, you shut the fuck up. You don't talk. You don't talk. You lose, you fucking need to go regroup. <laughs> like, you know. You don't fucking talk about how you lost, nigga. What? Shit, and that's why all them NBA players be mad when they do them interviews after the game because they when they get their ass beat, they be like, "Nigga, we got lost. I need to regroup. I don't really want to answer these questions." Speaking of uh, NBA players and interviews, so today is the day after Game Seven of the Atlanta Hawks and Philadelphia Seven Six. And the internet, the internet has been ablaze because of one particular person. Benjamin. Benjamin Simmons. Isn't he? Oh, he's Australian. He's not Canadian. He's Australian. Australian. So, you know, um, this week, yesterday, well, yesterday was, um, it was a time where you can see Philly fans really become the people, the monsters they really are. Oh yeah, we know them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, some Philly fans are horrible human beings. We know, yeah. Philly, they're known for being particular. They boo Beyonce. You think they got any love lost for Benjamin? And the reason I feel bad, I feel I truly feel bad for Benjamin. It seems like I feel bad for him, nigga. Work on your fucking game. I it just to see somebody's confidence. He looked like somebody. Uh, one of the monsters took his energy, his powers. That happened. That Facebook. happened. Facebook. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly like what happened. He but lost listen, all his confidence. How are you going to take your power in game? You let, bro, when he didn't dunk on Trey Young. That was the worst part. I was like, no, something's wrong with him. You're 6'10. Trey Young is six foot. Trey Young is 5'10. If that. It's, it's Benjamin, Ben Simmons with the LSU, number one draft pick by the 76ers. Trust the process. He, whatever they did to Markel Fultz, they slowly did to Benjamin. Whatever they did to Markel, they did to Benjamin too. It just took a longer time to manifest. Because 
my nigga, you're an all. He's an all. He's a two-time all-star. He's an all-star. He's a he's a he's a defensive player. Yeah, he was all-defensive team, bro. Yep. You telling me you can't, you can't, you can't score. You can't shoot. He game knows seven. Game seven, he had five points. He shot four times. You are an all-star. You're the second best player on that team, supposed to be. Yeah. It, it, I, like I didn't even watch the game, but I just I could I know how it plays out because I watched Philly play, and it's just like you're gonna get this slander, bro. You're it's, gonna get this slander. It's worthy of it. Like it's they slandered. They continue to slander Giannis for the type of play he has, and that he's not like your traditional, you know, shoot shooter, you know, in the clutch or you know, create your own. He shoot. He shoot, and 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 Giannis. He averaged 30 that last series, you know what I'm saying? Just because he had a couple bad, you know, a uh, couple plays. He averaged 30. He did what he was supposed to do. This man, Ben, he, he lost his power. That's all I'm thinking. Trey Young gave him the space jam ball and took his powers. But it's it doesn't like, make sense. I, I haven't seen anyone flop like that, though. Like, even, even when, like, KD or, or Steph have a bad game. It's like, oh, they scored 17, 18 points. That's a bad game. You feel me? They they went, they went, they went, they went nine for 24. This nigga shot four times. Bro, take this shit back to the fucking rec league. Take this shit back to to, to open, not open gym. What do they call it? To, to a fucking, I can't even think of the name. Um, just when you go run outside, just like a, a recess. Pickup game. Oh. Take it back to a pickup game. You know this. You know there's a nigga that he's shooting the ball every time he touches. It don't even matter. Like this nigga, you know yeah. that nigga. As soon as he gets the ball, why can't you, bro? You're in the NBA. And the reason you say he deserved a slander, you know why you're gonna get it? Because the Philadelphia 76 paid you millions of dollars to shoot the ball. It's not like you're doing this shit for fun. No, they paid you. They didn't. You're not Dennis Rodman. Well, they we knew that he wasn't a shooter per se. But think of it. No, but fuck that. He's not Dennis Rodman. He's not a motherfucking Ben Wallace. He is Ben Simmons. You have the ball in your hand every fucking play. Yeah. They paid you a yeah. million, millions of dollars to do yeah. that shit. And you didn't do and we it. We seen you put buckets up. We seen you. We seen you put buckets up. It's not like you don't know how to get buckets, bro. Like you can create. He forgot. He hit that monster. You can. Yeah, they they took that they took that power away from him. But I never seen anyone lose confidence like that. Like he had a wide open dunk, like you said, wide open dunk and pass the ball away to his man. I was double team. I've never seen someone someone lose their confidence like that, bro. Even Paul George, we Mark give him oh, Mark, his jumper was fucked up though. Like this mechanics was messed up, and he's back to where he's at. So, like, even we 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 slander uh, Paul George. We call him Plandemic P. But he never stopped shooting. He never stopped shooting though. It'd be bad shots, and he'd be doing <laughs> a lot. But like you said, it'd be like nine for twenty five or some shit, like a bad shooting game. Like he still shoot the bitch. That nigga like, and then obviously, well, the jokes are amazing. They talk about they need to trade it. I just posted a, a meme on the page. He's talking about they put him in a Sacramento Kings jersey. They say he's going to China. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> <laughs> they need to send him. They need to send him to the, the Australian league that the the Lamelo Ball was in. 
uh, <laughs> or last year or something, because it's just for an all-star to give that type of performance and not be injured is um, is just it was you know and i saw it last year in the I'm bubble too because they he underperformed in the bubble too yeah it wasn't this yeah, bad I'm, but i'm just hey, gonna yeah. assume it's this it's the moment he needs like a sports therapist or something like that you know what i'm saying you know get his confidence back you know let him he said like he said he's not gonna go to the olympics to work on his skill set so you know hopefully he does that he gets with that nigga from Instagram, Lethal Shooter or whatever. Yes, that nigga you know will saying? help you. That nigga can help you. Yeah. That nigga Lethal Shooter need to be in his comments every day. Somebody give that <laughs> nigga his, his, his number. Because it's it, like, that's, I'm going to say one more time. The money that you're getting paid, it brings that. You're not getting paid. You're, 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 this isn't amateurs. This isn't colleges and pickup basketball. This is the NBA where they're paying yeah. you. To to do what you, to to score and when they're paying you to score and and get buckets and stop niggas from getting buckets and you didn't do that and you didn't do that. Yeah, Trey Young was giving this nigga hell, bro. Listen, Trey Young got heart. He ain't got a lot of hair, but he got. But that's heart. a characteristic. That's the characteristic of short niggas, them little niggas like Chris Paul, Steph Curry, yeah, Trey Young, Dame. Like point guards are some of the most feistiest niggas in the game, bro. That's very true. That's very true. Cause they playing with real giant. Like, think about like Chris Paul, Trey, like they're average height people. Like six two, that's yeah. average. But they're playing with niggas that are six ten, seven foot. Like, you kind of gotta have that aggressive because you're going like I, if you try to go to the basket, it's a seven foot nigga right there. Like it's it's you know what I'm saying? And yeah, like I said, you can't teach size, but you can't teach heart either. And Ben Simmons don't look like he. I've never even seen him like yell after a dunk or anything. I've seen him be get but I never seen Ben Simmons like jet. First, you're six nine, six ten. You're a fucking ten years, five five six years ago. You're a power forward with your back to the basket the whole game. Yep. You see, if you see a little six, a six foot nigga under the rim, that's food. That nigga, bro, it's it's embarrassing, bro. Like they they're playing fifteen feet off him, fifteen feet off. They're not even guarding him. He be at the three point line. They're at the free throw line. Yep. You remember, um, Rajon Rondo was on all the smoke, and he was talking about niggas shooting threes. And Rajon Rondo, remember Rajon Rondo with the Celtics? He never shot threes. Yep. He he barely shot mid range jumpers. Right. Rajon Rondo was breaking down the defense and dishing. And he would all his points would come off layups and free throws. But Rajon Rondo is like, nigga, I've seen niggas shooting two for two for ten, nigga, two for one for one for nine. He said, nigga, I'm gonna shoot some of them bitches too. Ben Simmons just bro, shoot the fucking ball. And I don't know, and I want to talk about Doc Docs, Doc Rivers. I don't know if he's he he got it no more. I really don't. For the collapse, listen. There's something that he can't get through to something. Listen, whatever you want to say what's going on in the Clippers locker room, we see that they kind of overcame that a little bit this year with Tyloo. They're in the Western Conference Finals. But Doc Rivers got another team, another playoff team, another possible finals team, and he just couldn't get inside their heads enough to get them to where they were supposed to be. The, the 76ers should have beat the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, yeah. On paper, they do. On paper, they do. Come on, son. You have Tobias Harris, 
Joel Embiid, and now we know Joel Embiid was injured, but Joel Embiid was the reason they lost that fucking series. Tobias Harris wasn't either. It was Benjamin. Yeah, Benjamin. Yeah, it was bad, bro. I, I he needed to get he needed to get on a first. Hopefully, he was on the first flight to Australia. Yeah, get away. Because Philly. Oh, he's not safe. He's not safe in Philly. You're not safe if that nigga is. That nigga is not in Pennsylvania. He is not in Pennsylvania. <laughs> he needed to because if any Philly fan sees his ass, I'm not. Listen, Philly shoot. They will. They probably will not try to shoot him. But they gonna shoot some shots around this motherfucker, like yo, get the fuck up, get the fuck Because <laughs> I know Gilly, I know Gilly kid, man. I know, I know Meek is Meek try act like he wasn't mad. I seen his story. Oh, he's like, nigga, we we still getting on the helicopter, whatever. Y'all niggas was supposed to be beat them niggas. Yeah, not the yeah, the, the Hawks, bro. So you gotta give it it up. You gotta give it the Hawks. So. Oh yeah, listen. They got hard, bro. They playing their ass off. They play their ass off, man. Shout out to them. Uh, shout out to Lou Williams. You know, he got traded from the Clippers, but uh, he still found a way. He's in the final. He's in the conference finals. And um, I'm locked in, man. I'm locked in. What else happened this week, Terry? I, I kind of. Um, Jay Pinker wrote a letter to Tupac. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why is she no, she, didn't write a, she read a poem. That Tupac what, wrote what, her. What, see, this is a big, this is a bigger situation than just Jada embarrassing Will Smith. What do you do as a man when your woman continuously embarrasses you on the internet? Now, what do you what you do is you you leave her, you break up, you you don't you don't do tit for tat. You gotta kind of gotta tell her to stop, and <laughs> she you gotta tell her to stop because she but, continues to do it every time every year. When Tupac's passing comes around, she posts some unforeseen shit from him. See, Chris, I don't know if you've ever dated anyone that had the significant other that got killed. I have ever, I have dated a woman and her baby father got killed. And it's a situation where it's like you are, well, see, now this is her baby father, so it was more intense than somebody who Jada claims she never slept with Pac. They were just friends, but uh, but according to Pac, that was the love of her, his life, and da, 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 whatever. But it's like you kind of you're, you're you're considerate of that relationship, you know. You don't the, the memories is all that person have, and you don't want to try to step on their memories and how they remember that person because the person's not here no more. But what Jada Pinkett does, like she's very performative for the internet. Sure. She, She's yeah. very performative, and she knows how. And, and I don't know. She might just be that person. You know what I'm saying? She went to an art school. She she might just be a performative person. But as my wife, I need you to like dial it back a little bit. Just you know what I'm saying? Post a picture, say happy birthday, and keep moving. You don't got to talk about the story behind the, the poem. And he wrote it to me, and I don't know if this is released. And I will always love you forever. You never gone or in my memory. Like you putting a lot of sauce in it. How many hoes? Did Will Smith fuck? <laughs> like, that's what I want to know. It seemed like he didn't fuck as many as we thought he was fucking. Because, damn, bro, like, there's there, there's a level of love that he's tapped in that I don't know if I'm able to tap into. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I would hope that I could be that egoless, you know, especially for somebody who I've they said they'll never break up. You know what I'm saying? They, 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 he said bad marriage for life. You know what I'm saying? So 
They ride. They really riding that bad marriage shit. Well, I wouldn't say the marriage is bad. That's their word. It's just, I would want you to have a little more respect for me. You know, I'm here. I'm alive. You know, and then as much as we try to block out all the voices of everybody else, but those voices are gonna be heavy when you're fucking giving them something to talk about. Like you're literally yeah. posting poems from this man that he wrote to you in jail. Thirty some years ago. Pac been dead. Like I said, Pac was 50. So that man, that nigga been dead for 20, 20 plus years. Yeah, man. I just, I, listen, you know, when people be like, couldn't be me? That's me right there. Hey, me. man, how many millions would it take for you to get some enlightenment, man? Like, Will Smith is up. Listen, Will Smith got millions. He's still probably fucking Margot Robbie. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> <laughs> But so, he's up, you know, he's up hundreds yeah. of millions. He probably just that's just not that's what it gotta be, man. It gotta be the money and the fame and the and the and the the level that of access that you got to where you're like, you know what, I'll pay someone to teach me how to lose my ego and lose my, you know what I'm saying, and literally just love this person unconditionally. Because it's gotta be unconditional, because at this point right now, man, you can't you can't you can't move like that, baby. Just respecting my man, bro. Or how how good did Pop fuck her? Listen, no, we were talking about this off. We were talking about this off camera, man. This nigga Pop, he's 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 definitely not the nigga that he's revered to be. Good word. I feel like I feel like there is something deeper than, like you said, how good did he fuck her? There's something deeper than they. We're just best friends. And I think he probably was fucking when he, she was with Will or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were... Because Will said, like, in a Breakfast Club interview, like, there was, like, some underlying beef between them. You know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah. So I think they knew... I think he knew that they were fucking or, you know, they just... They were just... T- their souls were tied closer than him and Jada could ever yeah. be. But you know what? You know, like what, what what old niggas, what what niggas be trying to say to young men, like, look, you gotta get the mind. You get the mind, the body's gonna follow. Yeah, I feel like Tupac was in Jada's mind. Like he made love to her brain. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like niggas be like, oh, you gotta you gotta make love to her brain, and then you know what I'm saying you all you gotta do is touch her and show her orgasm. Like Tupac literally has made love to Jada Smith's, Pinkett Smith's brain. Because for 20 years, he is right in that same spot. You know what I'm saying? And it, it is a love. You can tell that it's a love that is just still going strong. That's that's what makes it uncomfortable to watch. You know what I'm saying? That's what makes it uncomfortable to watch. But like you said, Pac, he, he was moved. Listen, I didn't want to say it like this, but that nigga got smoked at 25 because that nigga wasn't moving the best. Like, he wasn't. Yeah. He was a high head. He wasn't. Very much so. You know, that bad boy bravado, niggas wasn't having it. Like, he put a lot of people in situations that they probably didn't want to be in <laughs> because of his, you know, his high headedness. Uh, you know, Recipe Shock G has stories about and now, uh, them being in Richmond and him running up on the, you know, talking crazy to people he don't know. 
and they had to get him out there. Yep. There's countless stories of him in California talking crazy to people. This, the night that he got killed, he was beating up on a known gang member. You know, he was running around with bloods, even though he wasn't quote unquote a blood. Or a gangster. Yeah, you know, um, when you think about it, it's just like he put himself in a lot of bad situations because he was around a lot of bad people that didn't mm-hmm. really give him in the best interest. And, and, where, like, if he had all this love to give, you know, where was Jada when he was running around acting crazy? You know what I'm saying? How does, how, and Pac was with another woman that night he died, the one he said he was the love of his life, mm-hmm. right? Which is, uh, what, Gordy, Barry Gordy's daughter? I think. Or was it uh, Quincy Jones? Quincy Jones' daughter? Yeah. Quincy Jones' daughter. Quincy Jones' daughter. But I'll say this. They say so this like, about Gemini. He was a Gemini, so he had them two crazy sides. So, uh, that's the nigga you gotta know, like not fuck with. Like you know, I stay. When Pac come around, bro, I be, I don't answer his phone all the time. <laughs> I listen. He was definitely a polarizing individual, and he definitely brought that out of him. Like he brought that out of people. Like niggas either like really did not like him, or really niggas really deeply loved him. We see how loved he is. You know what I'm saying? Especially by Jay Pinkett. So. You know, um, I just don't know that that was in news because it was like it was just one of them awkward moments. So I wanted to talk about that. And uh, staying in Hollywood, Nick Cannon uh, got another woman pregnant, and he is preparing to have his fourth child in the past uh, six months. I guess no, well, I guess I don't know what she's do, but he's he recently had a set of twins. Mm-hmm. and two other and another child and now mm-hmm. this other child is on the way and he already has two kids with Mariah Carey mm-hmm. so he's he's doubled his children mm-hmm. in 2021 mm-hmm. and he about to up the score again I don't I don't know what master plan he got bro I can't you know that man got good sperm pause like his shit work his shit work his, his shit work child. yep he must want a big family and not with just one woman, you know what I'm saying? So, and as long as women, as long as these women, obviously these women know what the game is and, you know, they know what type of time he's on. I can't hate on it, you know? Yeah, man, and I can't I can't hate on the practice because, like, like the, only, the only situation I have for dudes having kids is that you be able to take care of them. He definitely seemed like he has the means to take care of them. It's just, um... I guess the amount of baby mothers just seemed like it would increase stress. You know what I'm saying? But um, I guess he just maybe he couldn't wait for one to pop one out. He wanted to, you know, like I ain't got time. I've been geeked up. My man, my man be having the uh, maternity photos out of the thing. <laughs> Every joint. With all the babies? Maybe Every one. joint. He be having a pregnancy, not maternity photos, pregnancy photos with all of his baby mothers. So it's not like he's ever hiding. Cause I think that's the problem is we don't like when the niggas are like, the women does like a, a, a pregnancy photo shoot and it's just by themselves. And yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We know so, quote unquote, somebody is the baby father, right? So it's like, yeah. oh, this is not even gonna be a part of the baby's life or whatever. This is not this nigga Nick. This nigga's in every- This nigga right there. Pregnancy photo. June 14th, he just had two in June, June 14th. 
No, that's when she posted the picture. Nope. No, June 14th, he just had the two twins. And he had one before that, and now he got another one on the way. Mm-mm-mm. Hey. Listen, if he's communicated this to these women. He gotta be. Got I'm sure listen. I got nothing to give. I can't I can't knock the hustle. It's just it's it's just we had a report on this because it's happening. I'm saying Nick Cannon has been a sniper for a long time. Oh, but listen, like, all of his baby mothers are beautiful. Beautiful nigga Mariah Carey and the rest of them look like very pretty women. Um hey, best of luck to him and his family. <laughs> what are we talking about? What are we talking about corny niggas? Oh yeah. But see, I would yes, Nick is universally or just domestically seen as was seen as being corny for a long time, you know what I'm saying? But he was like, he was like the the guy that kind of knew he wasn't oblivious to his corny though. Yeah. I feel like he knew that people thought he was corny and he played into it to capitalize. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He let he let himself be the butt of the jokes on Wild and Out. He did the the very mainstream stuff like America's Got Talent and shit like that. So he was like, listen, y'all want to say I'm corny? Y'all want to say this and that? But at the end of the day, I'm winning. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think he was he's one of these guys that we'd be talking about, like, the corny dude that just be skating by because he's rich and famous. I feel like I feel like at the end of the day, Nick is actually a pretty cool guy. I don't think so. Like, all in all, like, I feel like he, he actually has morals and values and standards. You know what I'm saying? He he uh, tried to educate himself, went to Howard University, got, you know what I'm saying, got a degree, still studying, got his show, got his show on MTV, you know what I'm saying, got his businesses, and then he out here just busting nuts all quarantine. Can't knock the hustle, man. Shout out to Nick Cannon. Um, pause, pause. His name is Nick Cannon. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, put two and two together. <laughs> Um, that's all I got. Wasn't there something else? Uh, I didn't want to read my about... June, but I would talk about Juneteenth. That was the other uh, thing that happened. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and talk about Juneteenth as we wrap yeah, it up. Yeah, so Juneteenth just passed for everyone. You know what I'm saying? Most of, most of y'all know they just made it a federal holiday. How you feel about that, Chris? Uh, I want people to... I'm not going to just just like disregard that people are happy that it's a holiday, but do not take your take them rose glass rose color glasses off. Don't be too excited about a fucking national. It's not even a national holiday. It's a federal holiday, right? So it's not a it's not a Fourth of July holiday where everything everybody's off or whatever, right? But it's um, crazy though. I was um working in a lot of some a lot of government places was closed down for, for june because it's a federal holiday okay so yes yeah, so government go. shuts down so yeah, it's not a national holiday i still have to work so don't be too happy about the holiday because that's what the white man does yes this is tactic yeah yes the white man is going to continue to give us little um you know, small wins, if this even is, even it is a win, right? Just mm-hmm. to, you know, keep the peace or make, you know, make these niggers happy. You know what I'm saying? So don't be too, too happy. Yeah. They'll stay yeah. on these niggers' asses about reparations and money and shit like that, because that's really the goal. 
they they didn't give uh, you know the Asian community a day off, but they gave them uh-huh. money. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just you know I I you know I still got to work. A lot of people still have to work. Uh, Terry, did you have yeah. to work on? Yeah, I had to work. No, I mean no, I didn't have to work on Juicy because it actually fell on the weekend. But okay. that Friday. I was at work, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, so. the federal government, they observed it on Friday. So they were in yeah. the government. So, so but federal, like, gov- federal holidays, not a national yeah. holiday. So yeah, that shit, that shit really seemed like a like a, a meaningless, a meaningless thing. Like I'm like, oh, y'all are aware now. So y'all wanna I don't give a fuck about y'all making that shit a federal holiday. The real systemic shit is still in place. It's still rolling. It's still going on. And I really felt like it was some like weird, like it was like giving somebody nobody fuck y'all acknowledging it. Like I I could give a fuck if the government acknowledged Juneteenth. You feel me? I I celebrated it in a real way for the first time last year. That's because of all the stuff that was going on, and I actually felt the spirit of the holiday. I was like, you know what? Like I'm really gonna enjoy my blackness, celebrate, yeah, buy yeah. black buy black, invest back in my people. And that's what I try to do this, this, um, this Juneteenth. But that shit just, it seemed like what they do. You're like, we're going to give them this to distract them from what the fuck is really going on. Like trying to hit niggas with the okie doke. Like I really feel you like- saw, You okie-doke. saw what niggas, you saw them niggas uh, singing um, the black national anthem, Nancy Pelosi no. and them. And no. then there was a picture of Kamala at a table full of white people, white women. Yeah. Saw that, and, then there, and there was two uh, helpers, uh, you know, employees that were black. She's like, "What?" <sighs> yeah, man. Fuck, fuck. I mean, it is what it is, but it, it really meant nothing to me, and it just seems like the tactic that they always use. We're gonna give them something they didn't even ask for to distract them from getting what they really asked for. Exactly. But um, niggas didn't ask for that. We didn't ask for a holiday. No, we asked for reparations. We asked for you letting out nonviolent offenders on drug charges. We asked, we asked for, uh, you know, what I'm saying, loan help with loans and economic economic empowerment. That's what that's what we're, we're asking for, um, and our forty acres in the, which is reparation. But um, I just want to read the history of Juneteenth. You know, so I feel like if you guys don't know, some of us might not know everything about the uh, background on the holiday and the history of it. Uh, on June 19th, 1865, the Union Army Major General Gordon Granger stepped onto a balcony in Galveston, Texas, two months after the Civil War ended and announced that more than 250,000 enslaved people in Texas were free. President Abraham Lincoln had freed them two and a half years earlier in his Emancipation Proclamation, but since Texas never fell to the Union troops in battle, they remained in bondage. The new emancipated respond with cries of joy and prayers of gratitude, a celebration that became known as Juneteenth. Black Texans mark the day each year with parades, picnics, picnic, which I think is a racist word. Um, parades, music, and fine clothes. Yeah, picnic is a racist word. Um, the gatherings grew through the aborted, uh, through the aborted promise of reconstruction, uh, through racial terror and Jim Crow, and through the Great Depression with a major revival in the 80s and 90s. Um, last summer, amid the racial racial justice protests following the murder of George Floyd, millions of white Americans became aware of Juneteenth for the first time. Uh, some companies announced they would give employees the day off on Juneteenth and the momentum grew to make it a national holiday. On Tuesday, the Senate voted 
unanimously, unanimously just to do that. The House moved quickly to pass the bill approving the measure 415 to 14. So 14 people didn't want to have it. Uh, and President Biden signed the bill in the East Room on Thursday, which we don't give a fuck about. Um, but yeah, so celebrating the people that were still enslaved after nationally the president made it uh, illegal to own slaves and gave black people freedom and all their rights. But, um, you know, shout out to celebrating when those last people got their freedom. Yeah, just more uh, more evidence that power structure is just it's garbage. So some of these people that are are still alive when Juneteenth, you know, went to a, went to effect. Yeah. So never forget that. You know what I'm saying? Never forget that. They'll give you a give you a fucking federal holiday over uh, you know giving them you know the people that are still alive reparations money you know time for what you know and for their time of being a slave you know what I'm saying it's crazy it's never forget the, the angle you know what I'm saying I've seen people talking about oh, y'all niggas don't want to y'all niggas don't want a day off it's not really a day off bro but I, I'm not ah. gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bust your bubble. But you know, and fuck a day off, a day off from still being oppressed. <laughs> like what? Oh, you just don't go to work today, but your ass be back on Monday. Like no, what the fuck? No, I don't give a fuck. Like I really think I really thought that shit was meaningless, and I thought it was a motherfucking weird ass, uh, comp, like weird ass thing to try to present to black people to a weird ass appeasement. That's what I'm like. Yo, what the fuck? I don't give a fuck about you trying to nationally. I don't give a fuck about that. I really don't. Like what? Just cancel, cancel all black people's student loans. Be descendants of slaves. Do that. Feel me? It's crazy. Give me a low interest. Give me a low interest rate. Give me a locked in interest rate on buying a home. The fuck? Shit, yeah, bro. Shit, crazy, man. Um, but um, that's it. That's all I. Got. That's all I got this week. You know. After after we uh, have our shenanigans next week, we'll talk about you know the uh, divide between the media divide between uh, the vaccinated and unvaccinated. But that's a deeper discussion that they're not ready to talk about. Uh-huh. The unvaccinated. I'm the unvaccinated. Me too. So we'll talk about that. You know, next week after we uh, be outside in the world for a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm very interested to see how the city is like. You know how um, the gatherings are allowed to be, and you know, because uh, I do plan on at least uh, going out into the nightlife club, nightlife at least one night. So we're gonna report back, and hopefully, we have some great DC stories, and we were safe, and we have fun, and we celebrate me. Yes, sir. So uh, I want to thank you guys again for listening to tuning in to another episode of Model Talks, a safe place for keeping a player. Where you keep it kosher every time, all the time. Remember, on the path to player them, the three rules to success. Oh, before we do that, before we end this week, you know, my uh, artist Cloud Envy, his out debut album, uh, Back to the Flows, drops on Saturday the 26th. So it'll be across all platforms. Come check them out, you know, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, you know, the whole nine. 
Check his album out, you know. That nigga's really spinning. He's bringing back real essence of hip hop, man. Real, uh, real vibes, you know what I'm saying? The groovy one. But back to my spiel. So remember on Path to Plan, there are three rules to success. Stay true to yourself, stay true to the code, and stay dangerous, man. So thank you again for tuning in to another episode. We'll see you next week, man. Peace. You did. Rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs, Mozart is a celebration, bitches. Nahaim, I wish for you 100 years of success, but it's my time. Cheers, toast the crime. Number one, D-boy, shame you can rhyme. The rock boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Chillin', I'm killing this ice. Hey. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Tricks is on the house.